All right, BizzleCast listeners, welcome to the BizzleCast roundup of the Golden Globe nominations. Uh, it is Monday, December 12th. Um, these came out uh, tonight or pretty recently. Uh, Papa Bizzle, say hello. Hey, the Bizzle you. Great to be with you guys. Were these just released today, Papa B? Just just this morning. Just this morning. Right. So we are actually going to start with the TV categories because uh, my dad has definitely seen a lot more of the TV uh stuff than the movies i probably too uh mine's probably split i've probably seen a little bit more of the movies than the tv but i want to get your thoughts on the tv shows and then we'll end on um our impressions of the movies and and the actors and so forth sound good yep all right i'm gonna name the five shows for each of these things or the actors actresses and you can talk about whatever you want okay best tv series comedy or musical atlanta blackish mozart in the jungle transparent and hmm i wonder what your choice is going to be here (laughs) with veep yeah you know in the world of tv comedy i I really don't care about much other than than veep i think it's it's genius i love our girl in it well it's, it's not that you don't care it's that there just isn't that much good stuff and it's so superior to everything else out there like why not rewatch it some of the stuff that I really like, some of the comedy I really like, is not on in this this list. Can you name a couple? Blunt Talk, I, I love. Is that uh, Patrick Stewart? It is. Oh, I really got to see that. He's phenomenal in it. Uh, Shit's Creek, I love with um, you know the SCTV Jewish Canadian guy, uh, American Pie dad. Oh yeah, yeah, Eugene Levy. Je- Eugene Le- Levy, right? Levy. Eugene Levy, yeah. Yeah. Um, Shit's Creek's great. So I mean, there's there's some good comedy. I mean, you know, Atlanta, you know, between us girls. Yep, it's not that funny. I mean, it's not funny. I don't it's, think it's meant to be a comedy, and that's why it's either. confusing. I, I, yeah. yeah, it's it doesn't belong in, in in this category. I mean, it's. I mean, I don't think Donald Glover was going for comedy. I think because of Donald Glover, they assumed it was going to be. But if you put his feet to the fire, right? Um, let's save Atlanta for another time because I haven't seen yes. it. I'm, I've DVR'd the whole thing and I'm going to watch it all because I do love Glover and he's a huge creative force. Uh, quick shout out that Donald Glover is going to be playing young Lando Calrissian with young Han Solo in a couple of years. Should be awesome and hysterical. Um, I, I think Billy D. Williams has to be pretty happy about that casting of his younger self. So we'll keep moving. Um, all right. This one you got some, you're going to have opinions on. Best TV miniseries or movie? American Crime, The Dresser, The Night Manager, The Night Of, and The People vs. O.J. Simpson, American Crime Story. Go. Okay. So your mom prevailed upon me to try American Crime. I, I, I gave it a season. I, I didn't like it um, really at all. Uh, so that's my opinion about American crime. The people versus OJ. I decided to watch the, uh, ESPN, uh, several part documentary as opposed to, to the, the dramatization, the ESPN documentary series got a lot of, a lot of acclaim with, with that acclaim. They did a tremendous job on it. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't interested in seeing the OJ story dr- dramatized. Yep. Um, I really much preferred the the documentary yes. form. So, and with all these biopics, I think you and I are both getting to the point of being highly skeptical of biopics, and we'd rather like with Muhammad oh, Ali. Yes. I, I mean, yes. I, I, honestly, looking back, Will Smith doing Ali has got to be one of the best biopic impersonations ever. Yes, and so, but still, we love watching Muhammad Ali documentaries. Uh, the the dresser, I don't know. I I know it's. I think it's just a, it was a one episode. Uh, a, a, adapted from a play 
and I don't know anything about it. But the other two. All right, here we go. I'm, I'm like crazy about the night manager. Save the best for last. And I'm crazy about the, the night of. Well, okay, so the best is night manager. The, yep. the night of is stupendous. Um, it, with Turturro and this and this uh, this young, I, I think Arab Arab kid who, who's the star. That's Riz Ahmed, it, who's who's on the Rogue One crew. Yes, yes, right. And right. he was he played Aaron. What's his face? Who was the tech genius? And Jason Bourne, who even though slightly underwritten, I, I think was one of the highlights of that movie. Very very memorable performance. This is the one of the broadest character development arcs you will ever see. Now, now, do you mean broad in sort of the like literal sense, or do you mean broad in sort of the comedic sense of being? No, no, the, no, the, the, the former. Okay. This kid's young adult development travels so far from episode one to episode, I think, six. It was a six-parter, I think. I mean, you've never seen a personality morph this far, I, I don't think, on, on screen in, in a relatively short, short period of time. Two questions about the show. I haven't seen it. But I do listen to TV podcasts to keep up on some of this shit. A, I've heard that there's mixed opinion on Totoro, and we know that Gandolfini was originally supposed to play the role, which is an interesting reversal. And B, I've heard that the the wrap up in the final episode or two was somewhat controversial or dissatisfying. Um, I, I disagree with with both. I think that I I certainly understand. Oh, and let me say also that. Our, our 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 man Michael Kenneth Williams is in it too. Okay, from oh. the what? Omar. The wire. Oh right, Omar's in it. Oh yeah. Oh by the way, Omar's in Assassin's Creed with with Vigo and uh, Cochard uh-huh. and Fassbender. But we'll get back to that another time. Well, as expected, M- Michael Kenneth Williams, you know, knocks it out of the park. Oh, speaking of, of of another comedy. Yes. Um, that's that's fantastic. That he's in. It's about these. Two guys, you know, your 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 mom's assistants, next door neighbors, son wrote wrote co wrote it. Oh yeah, I have no idea, but yeah, we'll get the story from mom later. Uh, Hap and Leonard, tremendously sophisticated uh, comedy. All right. We'll so yeah. anyway, um, Turturro, th- there was a writing glitch. They gave him this bizarre foot disease. That grossed a lot of people out, and I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know why the writers felt, you know, the character needed it because he was a complex enough character without his disgusting foot disease. So that's the problem with Totoro's character. He was great. The only reason I even know about that is because I uh, heard um, Kornheiser uh, on the BS Report a bunch of months ago after that show wrapped, and they both loved the show, but they complained about that. That and maybe one of the other side plots having to do with a woman. Um, so, all right, well, let's finish with Night Manager. Uh, just quick preview. Um, we're going to go through Best Actress quickly because it's going to be Julia Louis. I'm not, we won't touch that. We will talk mm-hmm. about Best Supporting, um, perhaps, um, and Best Supporting Actress. Uh, so, t- tell us about Night Manager and just just to tease it with Supporting Actor and Actress. We've got or and uh, Best a- sorry Best Supporting Actor, Best Supporting Actress and actor all yes. night manager tom hiddleston best actor um, um olivia coleman night manager best supporting hugh lowry best supporting actor night manager and best um uh, uh tv or miniseries we're talking about night manager so dad just to do that all at once because the rest of these characters we really don't care about yes. um coming up just talk about night managers and those actors and we know hiddleston should win um or deserves to win i don't know what you thought about those other two characters so go ahead 
I can't say enough about Olivia Coleman. I fell in love with her with Broadchurch. She's a, she's an extraordinarily emotional actress, um, and with the nuance and I mean, there's nothing she she can't do. And and she was just she was every bit as good in in, in Night Manager. So uh, with her and Hugh Laurie, uh, who's also wasn't he up? I thought he, he was up. Yeah, I, I mentioned him. Hugh Laurie, oh, Olivia yeah, yeah. Coleman, and and Hiddleston. Right. So between Coleman. Laurie and Hiddleston, um, uh, you know, the night manager was a tour de force. I think I've seen it three times at this point, perhaps four. Wow. It's only yeah. six episodes, right? It's only six episodes, right? Um, and it just, it, I don't think, t- I don't, uh, movies or TV drama d- don't get any, any, just, they don't get any better. Yep. So that'll, that'll uh, wrap up our, our TV um, stuff. Um, I think none of this other stuff either you care about. Um, I guess uh, Brian Cranston got nominated for something called All the Way, which I've never heard of. Um, and by the way, Riz Ahmed and John Totoro both nominated for Best Actor. Yeah, and uh, they were extraordinary. I mean, it, to try to decide which is the, the better of the two, Night Manager or Night of, is difficult. But I, um, my emotional favorite is, is, is Night Manager. My guess is uh, the fact that they nominated Ahmed and Totoro, they're going to get a split vote, and Hiddleston, if he wasn't already, is going to win because of that, would be my guess. Oh, he's so good in it. Oh, my he God. He should win. I mean, the thing is, is, is people love Hiddleston from Thor, even who aren't big comic book people. Like, people who have just seen The Avengers, he's one of the great, great, great bad guys of all time with his limited screen time. And for a guy who in real life is the sweetest guy possible... Um, he's playing so many different and complex roles. It, it, it is very high level of difficulty to go from your most famous role being a you know th- three dimensional must but mustache twirling bad guy to all these complex roles. But I think he was already a known quantity among the the real uh, you know uh, theater literati. Um, right, right is my impression. Yeah, he's kind of a new age leading man in, in the Night Manager, and right. he's uh, he, he's so charismatic as as uh, as the protagonist and the leading man. I mean, he is really you got to see it. So, oh, I, I I'm going to name one more, even though we hate this fucking show, but just happy that she keeps being nominated and awarded, which is Lena Headey for Game of Thrones. And yes, we need to do a Sarah Connor. Um, podcast i've had an idea about this dad actually because you know Mm. i'm restarting bizzlecast tv i'm gonna release um all my re-release all the breaking bad stuff i'm doing firefly i'm gonna do the uh two-hour premiere firefly with matt and then i'm gonna do uh uh, firefly commentaries for all 13 other episodes i want to do battlestar at one point but i wanted to propose to you i'm not going to do the whole series i'm going to propose to you doing the first or maybe first and second episodes of sarah connor commentary together maybe at your place and i'll bring the the uh atmospheric mic with me That'd be fun. Um, and then we could also, w- w- but we'll do like an intro or outro where we just talk about the series in general and why it's probably, um, because Firefly is highly loved and rated. I, so I would say that, that, that Sarah Connor is probably the most underrated sci-fi series uh, of all time, at least in yes. my lifetime. Yes, so, yes. So, all right, this is great. So you're ready to jump into some movies? Yes, yes let's, let's do it. All right. All right. Best Picture, Drama, Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, Lion, which I have no idea what that is, Manchester by the Sea, Moonlight. I've heard Moonlight's amazing, but dark. I've heard Manchester by the Sea is excellent, but depressing. We loved Hell or High Water. I think I might have even liked it better than you, which is unusual for a Western. Any thoughts? 
Yeah, I think, well, we both liked it yeah, an awful lot, and I think we agreed that if there were 12 more movies each year of this kind of subgenre, we, we'd be very happy. Yeah, and amazingly, we beat um, your mother and my grandmother, uh, as well as your aunt and my great-aunt, to the punch on that movie, which is very rare. Um, yes. And right. we, we got them to watch it almost immediately, and they both loved it, and they're, they're great judges of, of good films. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I assume you've heard similar things about Manchester by the Sea and Moonlight? Yeah, you know, I, I love Casey Affleck, so um, I think He's going to win right this year, that- I think. I think he he well may win, and he's you know I just love him. I think he's a great great actor. Love watching him do his thing, and so I'm going to go see this, even if it is going to going to be depressing. I mean, it gets rave rave reviews, obviously. Yep, and uh, I love the trailer for Hacksaw Ridge, but you know it was so dramatic. Um, and this was the one with Andrew Garfield, a true story about a uh, conscientious objector. <laughs> who gets forced to serve and ended up saving, I think, like 75 men in the Pacific without firing a bullet by just throwing himself into the middle of combat and dragging them and being a medic. Um, Now, Andrew Garfield, up till this point, has been best known as the uh, Spider-Man in the two Amazing Spider-Man movies. The first did okay. The second really kind of bombed, Mm. at least critically, and now Marvel has it and they've recast it. I actually thought he was better uh, than than Tobey Maguire at at the role. He was a little bit more kind of brooding and hipster-ish. And and he's a a likable guy. Um, But when we saw the the, the trailer, I think a couple times, it it did look good. And so now that it's nominated... I think we should see this. Yeah, it, it looked very compelling. And uh, what was it on our screens for like two weeks out here or something? I mean, yeah. it, it was hardly here, was it? Yeah, but now it'll be back out because it's nominated for a shit ton of awards. All right, moving on. Best picture, comedy, or musical. By the way, this is the best feature of the Golden Globe Awards because if you look at yes. the history of the Academy Awards, there's been maybe three or four comedies to ever win. Um, like for example, when, when, when uh, Marissa Tomei won for, um, you know, it's like Marissa Tomei's like famous role where she plays the girl from Queens and she's to testify. Yes, you know, the, yes, the, the, yes. The two youths, you know, the judge. Yes. Um, um, yeah, I can't believe we're missing it. Um, uh, also, on uh, you know, people forget how how key she was on uh, on Seinfeld. You know, George's obsession. My cousin Vinny. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, my cousin Vinny. Right. right. So she won for my cousin Vinny. There's not that many examples of that. So I love that they have that in the Golden Globes. Now I'm going to name the three of the five I have no clue about, and then we'll talk about the other two. Twentieth century women i i don't recognize the title even i i no clue uh florence foster jenkins florence foster jenkins uh the movie i think it was meryl streep wasn't wasn't she meryl streep it's i mean when in doubt it's always meryl streep right i mean (laughs) (laughs) seriously yeah it was it was meryl streep um so whatever um now we also have uh uh, Sing Street. Also, never heard of this movie. Never, never heard of it. Um, okay, so La La Land. We can't wait to see if we get a chance. Musical. Right. It sounds like it's it's going to be the, the the big darling of of the award uh, of the award shows. I mean, it it um, Moonlight and Hell or High Water. I believe have the highest Rotten Tomatoes uh, of the year. That sounds right. Yeah. Um, so La La Land, of course, is a musical slash comedy. I think with Emma Stone. And uh, who's the male in that? I can't remember. 
Someone pretty famous. Uh, is, it, is it like Gosling or Yes, Reynolds it's Gosling. Yep. Gosling? Who, of course, were, uh, you know, uh, 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 semi-accidental lovers in um, Crazy Stupid Love, which isn't my favorite movie, but had a great cast, and those two had good chemistry. Mm-hmm. So it'd be nice to see them unite. And, of course, Deadpool. I was really surprised. I mean, really pleasantly surprised to see Deadpool on, on this list. I mean, it's great that that it, it gets the, the recognition it deserves for being such a terrific comedy. I think Deadpool is going to win this award, not having really? seen four of the movies. And I'm going to tell you why. Because La La Land has been nominated in every other category, basically. Right. And it's probably going to win Academy Awards. Deadpool's not. And no comic book movie has ever won anything major other than Keith, uh, Heath Ledger posthumously for The Joker, won a Best Supporting Actor, famously at the Oscars. Right. They might have won a couple Golden Globes here or there, but, you know, movies like The Avengers should have been up for nomination in 2012. I mean, that movie completely changed film culture and was brilliant and was never considered right. for anything. So this is, you know, as much as they make fun of comic book movies at least outwardly in hollywood even though it's making them all money and by the way birdman which theoretically was making fun of comic book movies starring michael keaton is michael keaton is now the bad guy in the spider-man movie so Mm. i I don't buy all this nonsense i think they do want to award it and deadpool uh, or i should say award a really good comic movie and deadpool is the perfect one do that's that's my that'll be my way out of left field prediction do you think there's a chance yeah, I, I definitely think there, there's a chance because um, it's just screamingly funny. So I'm going to skip Best Director because we've talked about some of the movies. Mm-hmm. We don't know any of them. Uh, mm-hmm. Best Actor, um, mm-hmm. th- I guess the two uh, th- or the three to, ho- to hone in on it would be Casey Affleck, yep. who, which is the main reason you and I will probably end up seeing the movie. Right. Um, I think it's safe to say that given the right role, he's a better actor than his brother. Or at least yes. he can emote, no, he, emote he, more. He, yeah, no, he, he's definitely a uh, he's definitely a better actor than his brother. I mean, his, his brother's r- really decent, but I mean, he's Casey's great. Yeah, and then we got Andrew Garfield, who I talked about in Hacksaw Ridge. Um, right. Good for him. I thought he was screwed after Amazing Spider-Man, but apparently Mel Gibson saw something in him, and so and that's great. We can det- we can table the Mel Gibson thing for down the road. Um, mm. Despite his anti-Semitic drunk r- rantings, I-, I tend not to be as judgmental of him as other people. You mm-hmm. know, like what Bill Cosby did is so much worse. If that was true, those things mm-hmm. are true. Um, mm-hmm. You know, to, uh, to have a drinking problem and say stupid things. We know that he has Jewish friends and who, who have stood up for him in Hollywood. That'll be for another yep. day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Viggo Mortensen for Captain Fantastic, yeah. which I keep hearing is spectacular, or at least he's yeah. great in it. Yeah, it, it looks like a really, really interesting f- family movie. I mean, well, a, a movie about a family. I don't, I don't know what it's rated. In the same um, vein as um, uh, Little Miss Sunshine. Little Miss Sunshine, yeah, right? Yeah, we got to clear our brains here, Dad. We're we're we're, we're forgetting all these <laughs> movies. We're dealing with a lot of stuff. So I heard it's like a Little Miss Sunshine with crossed with a tiny bit of like Into the Wild or something like that. Mm. Although maybe it's more of uh, the Hunt for the Wilder People, which, by the way, is on none of these awards. Maybe we'll get back to later. I don't know, especially because isn't the Golden Globes foreign press? I'm not really clear. Mm. Um, I've I've always had kind of like some kind of weird, subtle negative bias toward Vigo. I I always find him a little creepy. Really? And, uh, yeah, yeah, I I, I do. And he, even when he's he's interviewed as a as a real person, I I just find him. Some, I don't know what it is I, about I mean, him, but I, I I will love him forever just for Aragorn and Lord of the Rings. Now, yeah, 
to be fair, it took me a while to warm up to him. Um, but by the time I got all the DVDs and rewatched it, he's the perfect portrayal. When you go back and read it, he adds like a thousand dimensions to the character in the book. Who's just a straight up good guy. Um, he is eccentric, but I will tell yes, you, yes. having listened to all of the um, commentaries with the actors, directors, and everyone for Lord of the Rings numerous times and everything I've read, they all loved him on set. And he's one of those guys that's good at everything, but because he's very inclusive of people and wants to teach everything that he knows, everyone loved him. It doesn't come off as like a condescending, I'm good at everything. I think right. he's a painter. He's supposed to be a brilliant painter. He's like an artist. You know, he surfs. He does all, you know, I think he's just an eccentric artistic guy. And I yes. think that's what's coming across as creepy. I've heard nothing but everyone loves him on set and he's a fearless actor and will take anything mm. on. Oh, that's right. He's definitely a, a fearless actor. And there's a fair amount of buzz about him in this role. So, I mean, he's he's got a... He's got a run at it. I don't know if it's the Golden Globes or the Academy sure. Awards. Or, well, he'll, he'll, he'll win some stuff for, for this. All right. So we move quickly to Best Actress. And here we have some... Wait, wait, wait. Let, oh, let's sorry. just say, say a word about Denzel. Because oh, yeah, I've, seen sure. this, I've seen this trailer twice. Yes. And it looks really good. Really and good. And I love... I was just going to say really quickly. Do you remember in Gabriel's My Race podcast where Gabriel, we, we were talking about Brooklyn, and Gabriel was like, why can't we get normal <laughs> historical dramas about black people that don't involve like slavery and stuff, right? And this looks right in, uh, in that, that territory. Right. Uh, absolutely. And it's written by a, a playwright huh. whom, whom I love. Um, I, I've seen a bunch of his, his stage stuff. What the hell is his name? Uh Something August or August oh, August Wilson. Okay, um, he's tremendous, and uh, I mean the trailer looks incredibly compelling. Oh, I know I was going. It, it looks like a stage play. The, the trailers, oh, it yeah. really looks like like a stage play. And I don't know if it was originally, yep. and it was adapted for the screen. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, she, she, you know, she's not as famous for obvious reasons, but Viola Davis as an actress is every bit force of nature as Denzel Washington is. Yep. Yep. And she's someone who is known for stage acting as well as, you know, as a million different things. Um, mm-hmm. uh, she's she's won a Tony Award before. Uh, you know, she's won Golden Globe, SAG, and uh, Academy Award nominations. She's, she's done it all. I mean, she was supposedly the best thing about Suicide Squad, just playing Amanda Waller, who's in charge of the mm. team, um, <laughs> just with her acting ability. So I'm right with you. I cannot wait to hopefully see that movie soon. Um uh, and uh, speaking of Viola Davis, um, we're going to jump to Best Actress. Um, she's not this year, but she has been before. Uh, I'm going to save Amy Adams. Um, me and Mom are going to see Miss Sloan, um, I think, Wednesday. Right. Um, and again, you having convinced me, or, or at least pushed me enough to reevaluate Chastain. You know I'm a huge supporter and fan now. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing this based completely on her, you know, seemingly excellent performance based on everything we've heard. I've avoided trailers. I haven't read a lot about it. I kind of want to go in fresh. Um, And she's definitely in in, uh, Oscar talk, it seems to me. Yeah, she's... She pretty much hits it out of the park in every role she, she has. I mean, she is really a consummate actor. And this is a very tough category, I think, yep. because there's a lot of, lot of raving about Natalie in, in this role. And, and, and Huppert, you know, this is the difficult movie that she's in. You know, it's a rape thing. Yeah. And uh, it's a difficult movie she's in. 
and she's she's always been a highly acclaimed actor for for decades now. Yep. Yeah. And uh, as a, well, okay, I was going to say this last, but as a comparison of redheads who get a lot of roles, Amy Adams in Arrival. I think you know. I I told you that you know, even though it wasn't her best or biggest role, it was The Martian that really sealed the deal for me with yeah. Chastain. And then when I went back and watched you know Interstellar, which I initially didn't love her in, although even when I didn't love her in Interstellar, I blamed the material, not her. But mm-hmm. despite that, she really won me over. I, and I'm I've been meaning to go back to Zero Dark Thirty, where I think I'll like her better. I mean, it's so funny because she seems so sweet and delicate, but then you see her as Commander Lewis and some of these other roles, and she, you know how I always talk about chameleons, like with uh, Christian Bale and 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 Daniel Day Lewis and so forth. Right. But right. I, I usually talk about men um, other than Meryl Streep, and I think Chastain is in that category. I think she's yeah, in that she category is. that as pretty as she is and as delicate as a flower as she seems on the surface, she's really turning into a comedian. And I think Hollywood is forcing it with Amy Adams a little bit because she's pretty and she does have charisma and she's a good actress. But I don't see Amy Adams being as successful as a leading lady playing a lot of different personalities as Chastain. And that's how I felt about Arrival. I thought she was good, not great. And I can't really name an Amy Adams movie where she was great, not good. Mm-hmm. I, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. Okay. I think that... I think that uh, Jessica Chastain, when she gets in front of a camera, she's like a force of nature. Yep. And so she is top notch. Yep. And um, I, I just thought, uh, you know, Amy, Amy Adams was very solid in Arrival, but I loved the movie and I thought she was way good enough. Yes. Um, so. Yeah. And, and to be fair, you know, the supporting actors, Renner and uh, Forrest Whitaker, weren't written particularly well either, in my opinion. Right. That, and that right. wasn't their fault. That wasn't their fault. The concept behind Arrival and the aesthetic was definitely better than the writing. Um, mm-hmm. I think at least you could, we can at least agree on that, even if you like the movie better. Let's keep moving, because um, we got two really other interesting actresses. We got Natalie Portman, who we haven't seen Jackie yet, but we're excited for. It's one of our favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, it, amazingly, starting as an inhuman playing Reyna on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Ruth Nega, coming out of nowhere, is now nominated for Best Actress. Oh, that's who she is. She, and she also played the Queen in Warcraft and was great in the short time on screen as the Queen. She was so regal. Mm-hmm. So, Ruth Nega, um, who they definitely saw something on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and yeah. she wasn't always written great. And, w- and when they wrote her off, you know, I think they wanted to kill a major character. Um, and she was a little bit of a mustache twirler um, as a female yes. a female villain. But then right. her relationship with Sky actually made you consider her differently. And then she died. I thought at the time that was like going to be the highlight for her. But you realize that she's actually more talented than the role, which we could say a lot about these comic book shows, uh, actors. And the part of it was just that they, she was starting to be in a ton of movies. And, and she's been in a lot of movies um yeah. she was in uh world war z um she was in 12 years a slave and i've seen that didn't make it into the movie um she was in this moving loving which i don't know if you know anything about that she got nominated I don't. for i don't um so she is definitely on the up and up and she's younger than me so she's she's you know she, she's in a good place age-wise in her career so good for mm. her 
And yeah. I think that'll do for, for uh, uh, Best Actress Drama. We're going to move through a few more categories and wrap this up. Best Actor Comedy, Colin Farrell and The Lobster. I know nothing about, but I'm already laughing just by the name of the movie and Colin Farrell. Uh, it, the, the trailer, I've seen the trailer probably a couple times. It's, it's v- really bizarre. Okay. A bizarre, offbeat, weird ca- kind of comedy that didn't make me didn't make me feel like i wanted to to see it but of course i i love colin farrell i know colin farrell never ends up in the right like in properties <laughs> right. good enough to, 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 right. to do him justice it's so <laughs> right. rare that that happens by the way though you should see the malik movie the new world if you've never seen it before he's excellent in that i know a lot of people hate that movie and i generally hate malik but but that was a really cool portrayal of uh the pocahontas story um, Ryan Gosling and La La Land, uh, Hugh Grant and uh, Florence Foster Jenkins, J- Jonah Hill and War Dogs. I think War Dogs is one of those movies that we'll enjoy watching on demand at some point. And, yeah, we, we yeah. saw it. We saw the trailer at least once, and I, we were yeah. pretty hysterical. And the man who should win is Ryan Reynolds for Deadpool. Yeah. And I yeah. think they're going to want to. Re- uh, maybe I'm wrong about my order here. Maybe they'll give it to Ryan Reynolds and don't, not give Deadpool the movie because he was the movie. Um, and you know, I, I, he's had an up and down career but when he hits on cylinders he hits on all those cylinders um i mean <laughs> is there anything else we can say about how great deadpool is right i mean it, it is great but if i'm not mistaken golden globes has a bit of a of an artsy fartsy bent um mm-hmm. in right. in what they they like so i would say the lobster is going to be the colin farrell is going to be a contender Interesting, interesting. By the way, yeah. uh, speaking of a comedy that happened this year that got really highly rated that we didn't see, it was so stupid, was the Russell Crowe, um, Ryan Gosling one, the other guys. Oh, right. We right. have that, to that, see that. Everyone that says it's hysterical. hysterical. Yeah, it looked hysterical. All right, okay. Best Actress Comedy. Um, the only one I'm going to mention here, because we've talked about yes. these other movies, is Haley Steinfeld. The yeah. Edge of Seventeen. I'm going to take a little credit for this, although not as much as I could because I haven't seen True Grit. I was aware of her because of True Grit, and people loved right. it. And you know, whenever young actors or actresses get nominated, I take note. Um, but it wasn't until seeing her as a co-lead with Anna Kendrick in Pitch Perfect 2, where she's so funny, and she was like 17 playing an 18-year-old with all these you know, actresses who are like in their mid-20s playing you know, their early 20s in college, and she's so comfortable in her skin, even though she plays an awkward character. And this was the case, again, in Edge of 17, yes. where the, the, all of the awkwardness, which was a huge part of the movie, had everything to do with her acting ability, but she's so comfortable in that ability, if, if that makes sense. It does. I mean, uh, it's amazing how per- a nineteen-year-old young woman to to be able to play a really difficult, challenging comedic role that they wrote for her in *The Edge of 17. I mean, she's she's really talented. And, and not to mention, it, you see her. Forget all the dresses she wears, where she's stunning. I mean, even just in normal clothing, she's beautiful for for a young woman. But they were giving her acne. They were giving her splotches on her face. I mean, they were <laughs> yeah. really, as I talk about, uglying her up. And when I say that, it's always a compliment because that it's really, really hard, via, even with great makeup, to make beautiful um, people of either gender, um, mm-hmm. you know, look not beautiful. Mm-hmm. And you had to do it to buy her insecurity. Um, it, but you know, the problem is, you know, part of what makes Haley Steinfeld attractive is her personality and her humor. You know, for me, a, a, a girl with real humor is super attractive. 
like it times 10 of like a normal girl and so you know she she was still able to shine through with her personality and that was the whole point i don't right. know what other young actor or, or actress at you know 17 18 19 has achieved this level of skill in both drama and comedies anything any, uh, come across to drama him? and drama and comedy geez um and by the way, one of the great buddy movies ever with her and Woody Harrelson. I mean, you and I just looked at Woody Harrelson and we're dying. Right. I was going to say that Woody deserves at least a few props for being such a terrific foil to her, her character. I mean, he was great. You know, joking about her supposed, you know, suicidal, you know, promises and so forth, because he's seen it a million times. Um, but, you know, again, is she going to beat Annette Benning, uh, Emma Stone, and Meryl Streep? Probably not. Um, right. But just the nomination is, is very well deserved. Um, very best, well deserved. Best supporting actor. The only one I'm going to bring up is uh, <laughs> Jeff Bridges. The dude. The dude himself, who was even extra dude-ish in this movie. Extremely yeah, dudeish in this movie. Yeah, I, I wonder if at this point, like when he's doing semi-comedic uh, or semi-comedic roles, the actors just—I'm uh, sorry—the director just gives him uh, like a one to ten rating on the dude meter. Like, can you just be like level three <laughs> dude here? But then in this scene, like crank it up to like level seven dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. By the way, has has anyone ever been more excited to be typecast? And you know, I mean, I guess it helped that it was so late in his career, or, or you know, not not at the beginning of his career. You know, Jeff right, Bridges right. had d- done so many great things, but y- you hear him talk, and he just you know st- strikes and gutters. I mean, you just uh, you know you can't you can't help yourself. But I I, I thought he was excellent in, in his rapport. Um, with his uh, his uh, half Native American, half um, Hispanic uh, or Latino uh, sidekick, yeah. um, rivaled and was probably even better than uh, Hank and uh, Gomi and, and Breaking Bad. <laughs> right, right. You know, I think yeah. it's, it's an apt comparison. Um, uh, by the way, I was wrong. Viola Davis is nominated for Fences. They're giving her a supporting actress. Yes, look, right. I, I think. That this is one of those cases where they couldn't fit her in best actress, and so they're like, we might as well just give her best supporting. Although we haven't mm-hmm. seen the movie, um, uh, and then um, you know Octavia Spencer, Nicole killed Nicole Kidman, and others who I recognize their name in movies we don't really know. Oh, quick, um, quick nod and best supporting actor to my guy Aaron Taylor Johnson, who is so funny in uh, the the um, Kick Ass movies with chloe moritz you know which is a, a spoof on mm-hmm. on spider-man basically mm-hmm. he re- w- walks around in these ridiculous costumes trying to beat bad guys and gets his ass kicked constantly until he discovers chloe moritz and her psychotic father played by nick cage who has been training her as an assassin since she was like three years old <laughs> um is a really fun and dark and violent movie um and then you know out of nowhere him and elizabeth olsen were the leads in godzilla directed by gareth edwards who's directing rogue one coming out in a few days in which we're seeing on opening night um a movie that i keep hearing is actually way better than you'd think for a, a mediocre reviewed godzilla remake i heard is really really good or at least exciting and looks amazing and then of course those two were cast together in age of ultron the next year which partially explains how amazingly comfortable they are with one another um (laughs) you know in that movie so aaron taylor johnson uh nominated for nocturnal um animals 
Um, Which is another film we should probably see. Because of Jake G and, and Amy A, I believe. Yeah, yep. yeah and it gets, just gets great reviews. So, um, big shout out to, to uh, nice Jewish boy, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Um, but let's see, best screenplay, Hot Hell or High Water, uh, best original score, La La Land will probably win that. Um, we haven't seen animated. I mean, they don't even have Wilder people in best foreign. Oh, that's best foreign language film. I'm sorry. Language. All right, listeners. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, we tried to give you as much info as possible. It's possible Dad, we revisit this before the golden globes where we've seen like another four to six of these movies together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. So this will be an open discussion. Uh, again, the golden globes tend to be much better. People are drinking, they're sitting at tables, they have funny hosts, you know, people are taking themselves less seriously. You have the drama and comedy categories. Yeah, I I, I really enjoyed the, the Golden Globes last year. They were really good. So we look forward to this. Thanks for joining us. Um, and just so the listeners know, Papa B and I are about to record a Vikings podcast. Um, so uh, we'll see you uh, again soon. Want to say uh, bye to the BizzleCast listeners? Uh, so long, guys. It was great spending uh, the time talking about the Globes with you. Thanks for joining us, and we'll be with you soon. BizzleCast out.